Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 302. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan, and we're going to do the Ark of Secrets with VDH by talking about an actual deck. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We have more secrets to impart on our dear audience. Yep. We have some stories to tell, some people to thank. Before we get to any of that kind of good stuff, we've got to thank our official business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com, your source for all your gaming needs. Ooh, very much so. Very much so. I got an order in with them. I got an order. Uh-oh. Some, some stuff that's coming to, like, to, to, to alter on the Thursday auctions. Right, every some, Thursday on our Facebook page. Yep, some black and white lands that are coming as part of a, a commission. Okay. Yep, okay, okay. And, and a foil... A foil secret layer, because I, you know, never buy the regular <laughs> secret layers. A foil secret layer arcane signet. Oh, the, neat. The old border foil ones? Cool. Super cool. Yeah, going into, um, probably going into Averna Super Friends. It's like our Cascade Super Friends. What what episode is that? 142? Oh, you're asking me to remember well, I number? Just, I just linked it. I just linked it as part of... Putting a top five and five together or something. Uh, okay. So I guess watch the Averna Super Friends, watch top five and five, and most importantly, since we're talking about my order, use promo code CCO Spring to get five percent off your whole dang old order. Five percent off stuff you're gonna buy anyway, or in my case, because I also just got an order, five oh. percent off of stuff that you normally would not buy, but you did just to like do some market research. And by market research, you wanted to see if the cards that you opened at your LGS were just shitty, or if, <laughs> like... Not the LGS's fault. Obviously, yeah. Watsy's fault. Well, I mean, you open the pack, and the card looks like trash. Maybe I just got a bad batch, like with my Commander Legends, which I'm still bitter about. Ah. But I was thinking, man, could these silver screen foils look any worse? And I thought, you know what? I'm going to order one for market research, and I'm going to save 5% on it. So I ordered them, and they are just as bad coming from Winnipeg as they are opening them here. Winnipeg is where fusion is for yes. everybody who is unawares. Now, speaking of bad, speaking of bitter, and speaking of uh, f- fusion and the promo code, I got a bone to pick. Well, there's like three connections to this thing. That's... It's deep. It's got a ground wire even. Yeah, wow. I've, yes. Yes, but don't cut the red one. What happens if you cut the red one? that's important to know for later when we hit 300 3000 subs on youtube and we (laughs) blow something up oh good segue yeah good segue okay i got a bone to pick okay i got a bone to pick with 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 the patrons and the promo code users and then i think you got a bone to pick with with the non-subscribers because i i I told brando a statistic that youtube told me and it's fantastic (sighs) and it's gonna it's gonna it's caused some cause to be pretentious Pretentious? I don't know. Is that a, is that the right that's, word? That's not the right word. But <laughs> anyways, okay. continue. Here's the thing. A little while ago, we messaged out to our Patreon supporters over at Patreon.com/slash CCO Podcast that one of the benefits was going to be a Patreon exclusive promo code, and and I I had to leg wrestle a whole bunch of people at Fusion to get said promo code. And we have a whole bunch of extra instances of the promo code. Yay! Now, the promo code, it'll be in the show notes below, but it's CCO Perks, like yeah. Perky Nips, because it's still cold out here. It CCO is. CCO Perks is the promo code, and it gets you 10% kickback in store credit when you spend over 100 Canadian uh, loony dollars. So that's like... 18 bucks US. Yes. Now, the thing is, the patrons had their crack at using it, and there's a whole bunch of promo codes left over. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It was a little bit Ah. limited to how many they would actually give me out, and I could only leg wrestle about 200 out of them. So, (laughs) there's about 180 of these promo codes left, and you can jump on and actually now combine CCO Spring to get 5% off your whole order. Uh Mm-hmm. And then if that order's still over a hundred bucks, CCO perks get you ten percent extra kickback back into your your fusion account for future per- purchases. Well, that's cool. Yes, yes. And both of those codes, the patronage, the subs on YouTube, we'll get to that. <laughs> 
all great ways to support the show. And just for the record, I'm just learning about the promo code right now. I I didn't know that was the code until right now. I told Brando that there is a promo code or, or it was getting set up. <laughs> and never told me what it was. But then I didn't tell him what the promo code was once I got the email from Fusion. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys all had a kick at it before I did. And now, now we can all use it together and it's going to be fun. Yep. Now, one, one more thing. You can only use it one time. So make sure you you use it wisely, mm -hmm. like once per email attached to your Fusion account. You could make, I guess, 180 different Fusion <laughs> accounts and use it 180 <laughs> times. And uh, you have to make sure that your order is over 100 freedom, no, uh, 100 chili loony dollars. Yes. 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 Okay. Subs on YouTube. Okay. 56% of the people who watch CCO on YouTube are not subscribed. I how, think. How do you feel? I feel like we're being trolled. <laughs> I think people are making fun. Like, who shows up and is like, it's like the fourth thing we say on every show. Hey, everybody, what's going down? Swear, swear. Subscribe on YouTube because Joe and Tyler work really hard to make us look good. And it's hard to make us look good, and that's true. And Joe's going to put a little note down there confirming that. You know what? Maybe maybe Joe can, can put a little clip, like just like a still frame of what we look like before he does all the editing. Yeah. Because it's not very good. It's going to be a pile of you, just stinky garbage. Do you remember the troll from Ernest Scared Stupid? Yes. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Yes. We look like the, the evil gremlins after they get wet. Yeah, like an orc for that orc from Lord of the Rings that just has the big bulbous thing on his face. Yeah. Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. Oh, that's yeah. We, yeah, that guy too. That's what we talk <laughs> about. And then Didn't that guy get hit with a big rock? The point is, speaking of being hit with a big rock, subscribe on YouTube. I'm going to show up at your house and hit you with a big rock. Hit the subscribe button with a huge rock. Yes. <laughs> yes. Knock the subscribe button out with a sock full of sand or there's going to be consequences. Yeah. Consequences. Ooh, two different words. Yes. Consa. There was period. Consa period quences exclamation point. Whoa. I'm using punctuation, Ryan. I'm upset. In the middle of words. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's like capitalizing a random word in the middle of a sentence for no reason. Throws everybody off. I'm off mm. my game. Huh? I'm off my game because there's so many people out there watching the show that aren't subscribing because they don't respect us. <laughs> You're gonna to want to subscribe because we've got some really good content coming up in the in the thing of the 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 stuff that we've been hinting at. Yeah, that the patrons are helping us out with a little bit of the design work and stuff. It's coming together. Some of the design work looks pretty cool. Yeah, we got the got the biggest the big thing ordered that oh, that we yeah. ordered, and it's yeah. really cool. So now I'm thinking about that. I'm happy again. Yeah. So you're gonna to want to subscribe. All y'all non-subscribers are lucky. I'm in a good mood again. Oh, good. You can hear it in my voice or see it on my face. If you're watching on YouTube, but you fucking should be. That's his. That's his happy. You should be. Yeah. 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 All right. What else we got? Going okay. On? Yeah. Other what business. We we've got. Um, maybe this make you happy. We've got some new patrons in the nation. That's. It's always fun to make new friends. Yes, we've got uh -huh. some returners. So part of the part of the benefits to becoming a patron is the the Discord access and helping us make the content like the top fives and helping the f the few people that have some graphic design experience helping oh, us with yeah. the new content. Those guys are dope. Yeah, it's all benefits. Submitting decks like like the deck today was mm -hmm. from our Discord. Mm -hmm. We've got some new patrons. Okay. And the benefit of of being a patron is getting your CCO nickname. <laughs> the benefit. We've got some returners. Let's start with them. When you say returners, do you mean like the small resistance movement that was t trying to take down Kefka and Emperor Gestal until Kefka moved the statues out of alignment and rose the continent into the sky and ended the world? Yes. Cool. Yes. It's they, great to have you guys on board. Yes. The first one, Morgan Rogers. I think that's Aaron Rogers's Distant relative. Yes. So mm -hmm. pseudo-celebrity Morgan Rogers. Good to have you. Yes. Also, maybe Pierce Morgan. I don't know if first names and last names make you related, but uh, also uh, Pierce Brosnan then, if that's the case. Yes. Because first uh, names, obviously, uh, you're related. My well. least favorite James Bond. No, he's not my least. Daniel Craig is my least favorite James Ooh. Bond. I, that, that's an unpopular Ooh. opinion, I know. But I I think maybe it's just because I didn't like the movies very Fuck, much. Fuck, I, I got you. I'll one-up you. Okay. Yeah. This is this is gonna get people in the comments, man. This okay. is Okay, all right, hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me. I've seen exactly Oh my god. Zero 
James Bond movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, that doesn't surprise me, but it does disappoint me. Mm. You should see at least one. Have you seen Austin Powers? Yes. Okay, that's, that counts. We'll count that. Yep. It's kind of the same. I'm I'm always torn too. Is Austin Powers two or three my favorite one? And everybody's like, Oh my God, Austin Powers one. <laughs> <laughs> Number one is my favorite, but whatever. That's uh-huh. next patron. Next patron. N- n- another returner. Okay, Colin Russell. This is Colin Russell. This is the Russell-y Colin. <laughs> it's just a flappy ass, <laughs> like the wind blowing across a, p- a pile of leaves. Yes. Such is Colin Russell when yes. the wind blows past Through his a wind sock. butthole. Through a windsock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like this. <laughs> Looks like that. You'd see if you're watching on YouTube which, and actually subscribed. Which you should be. You wouldn't have seen that if you weren't subscribed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two new ones. We've got to get through these. Okay. First one, and I think we forgot this person last week. Uh, this is this is John Helzer. Makes me think Hellraiser. John Hellraiser, man, that's a good one. Pin, oh, Pinhead uh, John just, Hellraiser. I was just gonna say Pinhead John. <laughs> John Pinhead Hellraiser. Yes, Pinhead John. Pinhead John. Yeah. Uh, PHJ. Yeah. If you have to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> Last one, Alex Hobilar. This sounds like Alex Hold My Beer, which yes. is fantastic. That actually is pretty good. Yeah, Alex yeah. Hold My Beer. Like he's gonna try and one up you in whatever you're doing. He's like, <laughs> oh man. I see you helping that old lady across the street. Hold my beer. He just runs her over. <laughs> or picks or, her up and carries her across the street. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Hold my beer. Yes. So to, to everybody out in the nation who who supports us in whatever way it is, F, F you. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sound bite there. Yeah. yeah. Double F you. Yep. Double F blast. <laughs> okay. This week's deck. Are we there yet? I think we are. Let's. Are we there? We can. It, it's it's new. Yes. New. From Capenna. Oh, I see what you did there. Is there an old Capenna? Have we learned that yet? I don't know. Is new Capenna built atop the ruins of old Capenna? Sort of, because the angels and demons used to like do butt stuff, and and then the 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 demons like kidnapped them and put them in those little like orange bubbles or those bags like on the Matrix or Blade Two, and they just like crush them up and turn them into angel dust now so they can snort them. But you can't drink out of martini glasses at your LGS, but they snort angel dust. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's a thing that people do in real life. That's pretty that's pretty close to home, given where we live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I, I think uh new capenna and snorting angel dust and like angels and stuff. We could maybe talk about Easter. It's like Easter weekend. Maybe some of these angels come back alive. It'll be like Easter Sunday, except it'll be like Capenna Sunday. I guess so. I don't know. Anyways. I'm just trying to, I don't know. We're going to link this one directly to the name of our show, Commander Cookout, because it's Rocco Cabaretti Caterer. Yes, he's catering to the nation. He's catering the cookout, and he is a 3-1 elf druid for X, and then red, green, white. Yep. Comes into play. You can search your library for a creature cost that or a creature that costs X or less, and then put it into play. Comes into, pl- enters the battlefield if you cast it. Yeah. So it's not a cast trigger, it's an ETB, but it it's contingent on casting it. So you can't blink this guy a bunch of times and search for zero drops. Yeah. So that's probably important because this guy does have a lot of potential to combo. Yeah. <laughs> you do have to cast it. Yes. So... Let's talk about Rocco a little bit here. Let's let's the Coles Notes version of why we're doing this. His name is Rocco. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get Rocco's Modern Life altar requests. I know that I am. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch Nickelodeon in the '90s, you know it's a good show. It's kind of. I didn't like it at the time. Really? I think that if I watched it now, I would love it. Yeah, it's a good show. Okay, I, cool. Believe it or not, I was watching it like recently, within recent memory. No way. Yeah, I found an episode of it on YouTube or something. I was like, this is a cool show. I like the theme song. Rocco's Modern Life. Oh. Rocco's Modern Life. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I used to not like SpongeBob when it first came out. Now, me and Valor's favorite cartoons, we love SpongeBob now. Mm-hmm. I feel like SpongeBob's at me. I feel like Rocco would be similar. Kind of the same deal, yeah. 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 Okay. So, Rocco. Elf Druid, very relevant there because you can Elf Ball. Yeah. And I have seen Elf Ball decks. The Secret, because this is the. The arc of the secret the arc, of EDH. The secrets to, to enjoying EDH more. The secret is there's always, always, always multiple build paths mm-hmm. for unique and interesting decks 
and gameplay situations. Yes. The science is not settled on any commander. There is no. no broken way or clear way to do anything. It's like it's like coaching or or dancing or teaching. It's like there is science behind it. Not in dancing. In dancing, there's only <laughs> one way to do it, and it's by getting a little kid that's just small and just screaming in their face until they dance. Oh, if no, I learned anything from TV, that is true. Also, you, I think you're thinking of gymnastics. Oh, yeah. But yeah. dance and gymnastics are They're, very similar yes, in yes. that regard, yes. Yeah, so. The point is, is there isn't any set way there there is a science behind it like so many lands and probability to get your combo pieces and all that stuff but it is more of an art form mm -hmm. and everybody including content creators and even, even us even us lots talk about playing this to make your deck better and optimize this and what's the best version of that is yeah. this best in slot why is he playing this card when this better one exists right yeah sometimes and here's the here's the secret this is it this is the tweetable the the best thing to play is whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. That's pretty cool, eh? That's yeah, not a bad one. It's an okay one. It's not too bad. Mm -hmm. i got another secret. Oh, tell me. got another secret. Okay, so sometimes when you are trying to tune your deck, make it the best it can be, sometimes you got to go online, find content creators, people who write and make good decks and CEDH deck builder database and stuff sure. to find the best version of your deck. That's called collaborating. Yeah. Collaborating. The opposite is also true. The negative space is if your deck is too good, you can collaborate with your friends and they can give you feedback on what part of your deck isn't fun to play against or, or what thing makes it too good, right? We've had the situation, no, I don't want to play against that deck. Right? Yeah. It's too good. That's not the game we're playing, right? Yeah. Right? So yeah. It, yeah. like both things exist. You can collaborate to make your deck better and you can collaborate to make it better. To make it better to play against for other people. Yeah. And and that doesn't mean make it worse. It just means take the stuff out that people don't like playing against. Yeah. So are those, are those good secrets? Yes. Is that a... Is that a I think it's a, it's a pretty solid one. Okay. So we've got here is a... It's combo-y. Yes. But it's not as combo-y as it probably could be. Slash should be, depending on who you're talking to. And it's got a bunch of just crazy shit in it. Oh. Okay, now before we get to the deck proper, couple couple final thank yous. Okay. So I like Rocco. I like I like that ability, like the tutor on a commander makes me think, oh man, you could just search for exactly the card that you need. Ooh, you Combo know what a, win, right? You know what another cool altar would be for this guy? What? Socko. Like from wrestling, <laughs> Mr. Socko? Yeah, yes, That'd be yes, cool. Yes. Or Ed the Sock. Also good. Yes. Yes. Do they have Ed the Sock down in the States? They must. Do they still have Ed the Sock on Much Music? Well, Much Music doesn't exist anymore. But Ed the Sock <laughs> still exists. We had him on the radio show a little while back. Neat. Cool guy. Huh? Yeah. For a sock. Oh, as far as socks go, yeah, yeah. it's better than getting hit with a bar of soap inside of one. I heard that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, oh, the thank yous. The thank yous. So I see Rocco. I like it. I like Tudor and Commander for combos, right? It's yeah. good. Yeah. And apparently lots of people in the nation do. Lots of people on Facebook, lots of people on Reddit. So I've pulled ideas from all those different places. And off the hop, the first kind of three that jumped out on our Discord that I got to say thank you to for submitting lists or, or contributing to ideas are, are F.U. Lenny. Yep. Yeah, Lenny yeah, Woolley. That guy's a straight 7 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. He's, he does some good work out there in the community. The anti-Brando. That's oh. whose list this actually is. 7 out of 10 at best. Yep. And then Papa Dio. And, and they all either provided lists or or said what their idea is. And we'll we'll talk about those ideas when we kind of kick over to the cards. Okay, so are we going to do that? Are we going to do that now? We should, we should. We should probably do that now. We should do that now. Act natural. <laughs> <laughs> Where should we start, Ryan? Well, we've got so dang old many custom categories in this deck. Let's start with the ramp section, and I'm going to preface the ramp section by saying this particular deck from the Anti-Brando is 100% creatures and lands. So we're fitting everything into creatures. Ramp, card draw, interaction, removal, combos. It's all creatures. Yeah. Which is, I guess, interesting, right? And and if that's not how I built Rocco and then I saw this, maybe I would see creatures that are like, hey, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, too. This is good. 
Yes. Well, yeah. Again, collaborating. It's important to get multiple opinions on things. All right, we'll start at the bottom and we'll we'll quick hit these ones. Sure, yeah, everybody's going to know what these yeah. are. So we got a Yavimaya Dryad. Oh, I don't know what that does. Comes into play, finds a forest, puts it into play under target player's control. We've got a Wood Elves, comes into play, finds a forest, puts it into play. Wayward Swordtooth lets you play an additional land. Walking Assless lets you tap it to put a land from your hand into play. So does Sky Shroud Ranger and Sakura Tribe Scout. And some other ones we're going to get to, but I can't remember what they do right now. We have Spring Bloom Druid. That one harrows when it comes into play. Sky Shard Ranger, I just told you, you tap it to put a land from your hand into play. Silvala Heart of the Wild, you can tap it to get mana equal to the biggest bigliness of the biggest dude. It also draws cards if you play the biggest dude. Roshin Meanderer taps for four that you can only use to play X spells. Mina and Dead Wildborn lets you play an additional land each turn. You can also bounce lands back to your hand to give your creatures trample. Lotus Cobra gives you mana for every time a land comes into play. Landwar Scout taps to put a land from your hand into play. Farhaven Elf comes into play, finds a basic land, puts it into the battlefield under your control. Tapped and Azusa Lost to Seeking allows you to play two additional lands on each of your turns. Whoa. <laughs> <sighs> You yeah. should edit that so it sounds like you didn't take any breaths. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the ramp package. Remember, we're playing a tutor commander, so if we had to in a pinch, we could tutor for one of those. If we just like paid X equals, you know, two or whatever. So I was thinking today, and my gears got stuck a little bit. Azusa lost, but seeking in cards like her. Yeah. You play it, you play the lands. Yes. If you blink her and she comes back, do you then have two additional? Because it's like a new Azusa? No. No, because you've got your one land drop, and Azusa says, actually, your special action during your turn when the stack is empty is when you can play a land. Now you can play, now you can do that three times. Excellent. So you lose Azusa, it goes back to one land per turn. You play Azusa, it's three land per turn. You have a new Azusa, it's still three lands per yes. turn. Yes. Excellent. Yes. Where should we go next? Should we go to... Let's do the removal ones. Sure, uh, yes. Now, now there is a couple... Uh, I'll, I'll say... I'll call them more unique, less frequented commander-type cards here. Yes. One of them that isn't unique, but I think is effing good and deserves a lot more love than it sees is Sunder Shaman. Oh, baby. Green, green, red, red, giant shaman. 5-5. Five, five. Yeah. So 5-5 five, five for 4. Good rate. Okay. Can't be blocked by more than one creature. Also good. So one guy's got to block him. That's it. Sure. Don't care. Whenever Sunder Shaman deals combat damage to a player, destroy target artifact or enchantment that player controls. Cool. That's disenchant on taking five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Insult to injury is what that is. We have a Rex Sage. The ETBs get you a guy. Now, important, you can rockle for Rex Sage. Rockle ETB, Rex Age ETB, six mana, destroy an artifact or an enchantment. We call that play Reco. Reco, yeah. yes. We have a Null Mage Shepherd. Null Mage Shepherd, four drop, tap four untapped creatures you control, destroy target artifact or enchantment. No artifact or enchantment is safe from this removal package. We have no. Knight of Autumn. Knight of Autumn. This one is a three drop, two one, enters the battlefield, choose one. Put two plus ones on Knight of Autumn, so it could be like a 4-3. Yep. Destroy target artifact or enchantment, there which is go. probably what you're normally going to do for six mana. Rocco for six, and then this one for free. It's disenchant again, or gain four life. So we've got lots of, we haven't gotten to it yet, but we're going to do some blinky-dink shenanigans oh. in this deck. Knight of Autumn is really good for that because it's a removal spell. It can gain you life in a pinch, and then it can turn into a beater if you really need one. There you go. Which is cool. Gem Razor is next. Gem Razor. This is one you like, right? I do. When this creature mutates, destroy target artifact or enchantment and opponent controls. So you can cast it for green, green, one. It's mutate cost. And as long as you have a non-human, which pretty much everything in this deck is, yep. you can just boop. Yeah. Now, you can't rockle for this and, and then put it onto the battlefield, right? Correct. So you lose some points there, but... It's fine. Yeah. It's a mutate creature, so we like it. Durgar Hedgemage. You don't see him very often. Yeah, originally from, ooh, I want to say... Eventide. Eventide, yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, 2-2, two, two, Dwarf Shaman. Lots of shamans in here, too, eh? Elves and, elves and shamans and druids, all, all relevant. Anyways, Boros Hybrid and 2, when it enters the battlefield, if you control two or more mountains, destroy target artifact, 
and it, when it enters the battlefield, if you control two or more planes, destroy target enchantment. So we have a removal package not really aimed at, at dudes, but aimed at non-dude things. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's can... fine because you know what? The, the dudes of our opponents, like their creatures, aren't going to be what stops us from winning. Right. We're removing their artifacts and enchantments to stop them from winning. And then because we're going to combo and flicker and, and focus on a little bit of ETB stuff, that's that's where we're going to... That's our bread and butter. Our meat and potatoes, if you will. I will. Yes. Let's uh, talk about some flickering. We talk about flickering. Flickery dickery. Yes, flickery, flickery dickery, dickery dock. dock. There we got it. Uh, there's four of them. We'll start with Resto Angel. Well, ETBs and flickers something, right? Just like Felidar Guardian. Emil the Blessed. Oh, here's one. Hey, okay. 4-4 four, four, Unicorn for White White 2. Pay 3, exile another target creature you control, then return it to the battlefield under its owner's control. Ooh. And whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may pay a Selesnia Hybrid. If you do, put a plus one plus one counter on it. If it's a unicorn, put two plus ones on it instead. <laughs> okay, big deal. Very irrelevant in the deck, but flickery, dickery, dock, and possible biglier. Yeah, dude. pay three mana and and flicker. Yes. And and these all flicker and come back immediately. None of that end of turn shit. Like that. Yeah. Classic Eldrazi Displacer. Oh, same thing. Exile another thing and then bring it back under its owner's control for colorless and too generic. Important to note that the colorless there must be colorless and not colored. generic. Yes. Yes, that's why I say colorless and then too generic. Yes. yes. I'm, I'm looking at the, the lands package and it's like, wait a minute, there's only one land that makes colorless mana. Ooh. Oh. Uh-oh. But whatever. So we flickered. You know what else works well when you're flickering, dickering, and all that stuff? Haste enabling? Haste enabling is one of them, or I was more thinking back to handing. Back to handing. Back to handing. <laughs> yes. It's like backhanding, but back to handing. So back we'll do to that. handing. Yes, we're making all of the categories into verbs. Yes. Yes. So we're going to go back to the hand, and then we'll talk about enabling haste. Y yes. So we have a Wirewood Symbiote. Wirewood Symbiote. Oh, this guy sees playing some competitive Animar lists. I know what this guy does. One, one for one, which is important because if you can potentially combo with this, you can Rocco at like... X four equals mana. one for four mana total, and you get this guy right into play, and he says, return an elf you control to its owner's hand, untap target creature, which you can only do that one time. Per turn. Per turn, yeah, yeah, yes. per turn. So you can get an elf back, and I don't know, maybe like a priest of Titania, get all the mana, return an elf, right, and then play that elf again so it's untapped. Oh, baby, yeah. White, we have a white main lion. White main lion. That's just ETB and and bounce something. Yes, just yep. uh, stone cloaker is basically the same thing. Yep. Jeskai barricade does that. Eganjo e e free riders does that as yep. well. So does horned cavu. Oh, horned cavu. Horned cavu specifically bounces a a red or green creature to its owner's hand, so it can get itself. And lots of times people would combo with horned cavu or cavern harpy is another yeah. one. From from plane shift, but all of those things can like if they bounce themselves and you can like pay their mana cost again, you can you can do some work. You can do some some degenerate stuff if you want to. Yeah. Speaking of things that can do some degenerate shit, team or saber tooth. Oh baby, yes. So four three for four green one is its ability, and you can return a creature you control to its owner's hand. Any creature. Yep. So this isn't an ETB. You can just do this with any creature, like Rocco. Yes. Which is fantastic. And then Teamer Sabretooth gains indestructible until end of turn. Very cool. Oh, yes. Very I, good. Like, I like him lots. There's also in this section, I know that this land is important to the deck, it's a Sanctum of Eternity. That one... It's uh, a land that taps for colorless, or you can tap it in two to return target commander you own from play to your hand. Ah, Rocco. So you can play Rocco, you can make lots of mana, play Rocco, bounce it, play Rocco again, you get your two combo pieces, bang, bang. Yes. Very good. Yes, that's why Rocco is really good. That's why people are very interested, and not in this deck, but but very important to to remember and to consider. And these are the other reasons that Rocco is good: is you can sacrifice Rocco to food chain, and get all your Rocco mana back plus one. So the Rocco commander tax is is like one mana because food chain gives you casting cost plus one, and then you pay X again, and you get your other combo piece. 
Hmm. And you can do that with Food Chain, right? Yeah. And in Rockle Colors, you can play one of the cards that lets you cast from Exile and make infinite mana with Food Chain. Then if that's not enough, say Food Chain's not your thing, three mana like combo, not your thing. Remember all those bounce guys that we have? Yeah. Remember all the, the mana that we make with our 14 ramp guys? And, and we haven't even looked at combo pieces yet. Yeah. But if you play Cloudstone Curio cool. with your with your horned cavu or whatever, you can bounce two things, Rocco and another thing, to get another ETB and another Rocco. Oh. Right? So that's why th- this guy's got some range. Because yeah. you can do jank, stupid stuff. Like we're doing. Yeah, you can do combo stuff. Which we're also doing. Yep. You can do Elf Ball stuff. I've seen Crater Hoof packages and Elf Ball Rocco. And Elf Ball with red plus white, it's probably Ooh. better than mono green. Like, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> you can do food chain stuff. You can do curio stuff. All kinds of stuff. Do all the stuff. Anyways, let's move to our haste enablers because it's important when you're bouncing and flickering to have haste. Yes. We're going to start with Samet Voice of Descent. Double Strike, Vigilance, Haste, Flash, Three, four. Holy smokes. (laughs) Untap another target creature. For for, white. For white and tap. You can untap something else. And most important is other creatures you control have haste. Cool. Yeah. Hellraiser Goblin. We don't play this guy very much. Nor should we. No. Creatures you control have haste and attack each combat if able. That's a little bit dangerous because we're playing some little guys. Yeah. Yeah. I think you play this on the turn that you are trying to go off. Most likely. You could also play Mass Hysteria, but that is not a creature. Yes. Sometimes you got to make an exception. I suppose. Mass Hysteria does the same thing for the same cost, but it isn't a creature, and it doesn't make all your dudes attack if you don't want them to. Yeah. And Anger is the last one. If it's in your graveyard and you have a mountain, all your dudes have haste. Yeah. So Just, just haste, just die, just block, gain some virtual life and get haste. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay, so let's, uh, I don't know, you want to untap things? Well, we talked about flickering and back to handing. Let's untap things and take advantage of the haste and the flickering and the bouncing. Sure. We've got Village Bell Ringer. Oh, baby. I hear Village, Village Bell Ringer in the same deck as Resto Angel, Felidar Guardian. <laughs> People are starting to understand what might be uh, getting tutored with old Rockwell there. Yeah. <laughs> ETBs and you untap mother ass all creatures you control. Jeez. All of them. Not just your humans, your elves, just everything. Yeah, not just your goblins. <laughs> <laughs> everything. Okay. Stone Cedar Hero Fant. This is a cool card. I like this one. I don't think we ever played this one, have we? We uh, probably have. I, I remember that art. I've played it in a few decks. Green, in, in green two for a human druid. You can't mutate onto it, but um, it's fine. From Ravnica. OG Ravnica. 2006. Yeah. yeah. One, one. When a land enters the battlefield, untap Stone Cedar Hierophant. So landfall, untap it. Yes. And then you can tap it to untap target land. That's cool. Seems pretty good in this deck if you were upping it to CEDH and had like a Gaia's Cradle. Yeah. Ooh, pretty good. Works really good with bounce lands too. Works really good with good. like uh, like some kind of bounce, sacrifice, get back, secure a tribe elder loop. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be pretty good because you can keep on tapping it. Anyways. How about Magus of the Candelabra? How about just Candelabra of Tonnels? I wish. Not a creature, though. (laughs) Not Not a creature. creature. Oh, yeah. I just have a whole bunch just sitting in a binder somewhere. Oh, yeah. But it's not a creature, so. Yeah, so I just don't don't play that. Yeah, this is X, tap, untap, X, target lands. Very good if your lands are tapping for more than one. Mm -hmm. Mysterious include if they're not. Well, let's let's take a look. We've got a Boros Garrison, a Gruel Turf, and the Guildless Commons, all of which tap for two. Yeah, there's three bounce lands and the Guildless Commons. So we have a few lands that tap oh, for and Selesnya Sanctuary. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there aren't a lot that, like, there's nothing that makes your lands tap for more than one or anything. So I mean, this is cool and it does have a place in the deck, but it really shines when you can make your mana tap for more. Well, peep this though, peep this because. Just just a quick look at the combo enablers. We are playing Ashaya, Soul of the Wild, which says non-token creatures you control are forest lands in addition to their other types. So if you have an Ashaya, you can use your Stone Cedar Hierophant or your Megas of the Candelabra to untap your creatures now. Yeah. Which is probably super important. It's probably oh, good. fuck. Because you can just use the the double mana land 
to untap the Megas itself and net a land off it. So you can go infinite with that. There we go. There it is. Okay. We saw it. I, I didn't see it before, but I see it now. I see it now. That's what 302 episodes will get you, people. Yeah. <laughs> I see it now. All right. So I guess let's go into the combo pieces. So we've got a Shia. We talked about her. How about Brood Monitor? Broody. And, uh, and I guess Eyeless Watcher, too, because they both do the same sort I, of thing. I never know what these cards do, but these are Eldrazi's that have no color. Who cares? When they enter the battlefield, you get three Eldrazi Scion creature tokens at sack for a mana. That's that's Brood Monitor, yeah. and then Eyeless Watcher gives you two. Yeah, they're, they're essentially the same creature, but they give you less bodies and power and toughness for a couple less so, mana. So probably... You play them and get mana out of them, like like in the form of creatures that you sacrifice. You get mana out of them. You sack that mana, sack those creatures to get mana, to uh, play something that you bounced again, or to bounce Rocco and cast Rocco again. Or you play these guys over and over and make an army of beaters. Yeah, I suppose you could. And you could, you could. You could value these guys just by like copying them once with another one of our like flicker or, or, or combo things. Like Kiki Jiki's in the deck. I think cat's out of the bag. You yeah. can Kiki Jiki this guy if you're just trying to make mana. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, keep going. We got a Faberow Elder. I like this guy. That taps for a, a mana for each color of permanent you control, right? Yes. Usually it, it gets you two all by itself. And usually if you're playing it in a deck with more colors, I've seen it make three virtually every time it comes into play. Yeah, well, if you play Rocco, then it just makes three. Yeah. That's that's how Bloom Tender... Also, Bloom Tender should be in this deck, but it's it's not... It's, what, is it still 40 or uh, yeah. it's still a bunch of money? It's, yeah. it's expensive. Bloom Tender does the same thing, and it always makes three in Animar. Always, because you... Have you, Animar. You don't ever tap it unless you have Animar on turn fucking one, Bloom Tender <laughs> on turn two, win on turn three. <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> Anyways, works really good with Fabro Elder, Felden of the Third Path. Ooh, yeah, another maybe combo-y guy, hey? Oh, yeah. Yeah, CCO preview card for for Time Spiral Remastered. That's right. I wonder why we don't get those anymore. Is it because we're threatening to blow up their product? Probably. Well. And we swear, and... We're the bad boys at EDH. Are we? I think we are, because we're the respectable ones. Oh. Yeah, like, there's the bad boys of EDH, but they're like... Kind of dirtbag scum suckers. They're actually whereas, like garbage human beings. Yeah. Whereas we are not, but we're still like we're just dirty enough that nobody wants to associate with us. But we're clean enough where people want to hang out with us in real life. They just don't like to admit it or subscribe to us on YouTube. It's like when MTG for MTG. It's like when MTV first came out and like nobody wanted to be on it. I don't want to do an interview with MTV. I don't want to. I don't want to win like an MTV Music Award. I want to win a Grammy. Now the MTV Music Video Awards are like. Yeah. Uh, maybe not anymore because yeah. people don't really watch music videos anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, in the late 2000s or in the late 90s, I'm yeah. telling you, winning a fucking MTV Music Video Award was a big deal. Yeah, man, having the little girl from the ring give you a giant surfboard was a big deal. Ah, uh, I think that's the the Nickelodeon Kid Awards or something, isn't it? No, nah, that was that was MTV also. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Feldon of the Third Path, right? Feldy of the Third P. You go red to tap. Create a creature, create a token that's a copy of any creature in your graveyard, except it's an artifact against haste, sack it at the end of turn. So you could just beat in there with your anger. Yeah. So have we have we identified the ways to like untap, untap in mass, or do we just like instantaneously blink? We make infinite mana, infinite blink our Felden, for example, so he always has haste and comes into play untapped, and we use our infinite mana to make another copy of whatever's in our graveyard to infinitum well you could just have village bell ringer in your bin and like Fabro elder to activate felden to get a bell ringer to untap the elder and felden to do it again and 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 attack with the infinite bell ringers oh that's there's one or your ashaya soul of the wild and and untap with candelabra of tonos like all those different times with our yeah with our Fabro elder that taps for three yes uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so we're starting to put it all together. Yeah. There's a lot of pieces and a lot of which ways from Sunday that this deck it, combo is what you're saying. That's right. This deck actually reminds me a lot of my Sliver Queen deck where it's got so many different kind of snaky combo lines in it and it kind of depends how the game's going, what's in your hand, as to what you're going to want to try and do, and I dig that. It makes the game different every time. Yeah, and, and what's interesting is, here's the thing. Sliver Queen combo makes the game the same every time. Lies. Lies. Lies because you can build your deck in a way that Sliver Queen 
comboing is like, yeah, sure, a way to win, but there's a whole ton of other ways to win that you can also build into the deck because people who know what Sliver Queen combo is are going to counter or kill your Sliver Queen every fucking time. Yeah. And Rocco feels kind of like that. Oh, yeah, Rocco, you just tutor for whatever when you have food chain and you just win. Yeah. Right? Or or whatever the combo is that you choose. Kiki Jiki Bell Ringer. Oh, yeah, you just Rocco balance yeah. Rocco. Well, no, I've got a Shia and I've got Zakama and I've got this and that and this and that. All different ways to tutor, right? Yeah. Or, or to combo. So let's let's keep looking at more of them. Okay, but Renegade Rallier. Renegade Rallier? I don't know what this card even does. Okay, it's got Revolt. It's a 3-2 for 3. When it enters the battlefield, if a permanent you control left the battlefield this turn, that's what Revolt is. Mm -hmm. So if we bounce, it doesn't have to die. Correct. Just bounce. Yep. Or sack a fetch land even. That's right. Hey, that's pretty good. Okay. If something left our battlefield this turn, return target permanent card with converted mana cost two or less from the graveyard to the battlefield. So if we bounce him a whole ton of times, we can get stuff back from our graveyard. Right. Okay. Yeah. What do we get back? We, I, we on get... A, I read that thing. There's a little write-up at the bottom of the, the page, and I read that Renegade Rallier and Safi Eric's daughter. I was just going to say Safi because she costs two. Are the thing? Here it comes. Sacrifice Safi Eric's daughter. When target creature is put into a graveyard this turn, return that card to the battlefield. So you... Oh, man, how am I going to smooth brain noodle this one out? You sacrifice Safi targeting something that you want dead? I don't know. I don't know how this one works. Somebody has to post in the comments. I don't understand the the synergy. I don't see it. Maybe it's just because I had all those beers yesterday and I'm not... Well, you bounce your Renegade centers? Rallyer to get your Safi back, right. right? And then something else that you maybe sacrifice? And then you sack Safi. It doesn't get you anywhere. You're not no, going. but you have to sacrifice something else. Something else has to die. What's the thing that dies? Where's the thing that dies? It, it, it isn't. There isn't one. Man, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's we keep got... going. All right, moving along. We got to we gotta move faster here. We got oh, baby. Zakama Primal Calamity. Oh, and this is a combo piece right here. This and Teamer Sabretooth will get it done. This is a nine drop. Of the time. Nine drop, nine, nine, Vig, Reach, Trample. ETBs untap all lands you control. Dang. All lands you control. So if you can tap more than nine land, you untap all of them. Yep. And you just flicker this and you 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 net mana off of the exchange of flickering this for three mana with your Emil the Blessed or your your Teamer Sabretooth or your Eldrazi Displacer. You net mana off of this is is yeah. the is the goal. Yeah, and then he's got they she whatever they have Three abilities. There's white two gain three life. Who cares? Green two destroy target artifact or enchantment. We have other ways of doing that. The big one is red two deals three damage to target creature. You can kill all their dudes. So typically you'll make infinite mana, kill all their dudes, gain infinite life, yes. and then and end the game. All of the things that we just said with Zakama and flickering with Emil or whatever are made cheaper by Zerta the Dawn Waker, which makes activated abilities that aren't mana abilities cost two less to activate. So yeah. so Emil bounces for one now. And <laughs> and you can just make all kinds of mana off of bouncing your Zakama. Okay, so we've got a couple more sections to go. Let's hit the value ones, I guess. Sure. These these are easy. Let me quick hit these ones. Okay. Do it. Soul Warden, Soul's Attendant, and Essence Warden all give you ETB gain one life. Yes. So all that flickering and bouncing, great. We could, if we wanted, play Aetherflux Reservoir in here, but not a creature. Right. <laughs> okay. Omnath Locus of Rage. This is a big, big 7-drop 5-5 five, five landfall. Get a 5-5 five, five elemental. Elemental dies, you bolt something. So if all our creatures are lands with a Shia and we flicker them to infinitum, we can get infinite landfall five fives yes and we can give them all haste and this could be a win condition yes fantastic when our our guy dies when an elemental dies we deal three to something super good so if we want to sack if we had a sack outlet we could just sacrifice all those guys and do infinity that way yeah. fast aside <laughs> omnath locus of rage is a great deck to use to teach new players how to build a uh, kind of a deck outside of a deck Huh? Teach you how to think differently about deck making. We'll talk about that later on in the history of the show, I'm sure. Oh, but maybe th later on in this arc. There's a very Omnath Locus of Rage is a teachable moment all in itself. Great card. Very cool. Okay. 
Ilharg the Razebore is our next one. Trample, when it attacks, you may put a creature from your hand onto the battlefield tapped and attacking. Return that creature to the to your hand at the beginning of the next turn. This is a little this is a little cheat card because if yeah. we can flicker this, then the creature stays. Sorry, if we flicker the creature that ETBs, we keep that creature. Yeah. So you go Ilharg with haste, attack on turn four or five. Zakama, untap all my stuff. You have to Fli play Zakama. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, dang. Enters yeah. the battlefield. If you cast it. Oh, just like Rocco. Yeah. Oh, so we can't flicker Zakama. No, you have to bounce it back to your hand and play it again. Bounce it and play it again, but spend more than nine when we do it to untap everything. That's right. Oh, dang. So we can't flicker Zakama. How many people already commented and said we were wrong before <laughs> they listened to the show? Oh, and I was listening to you talk. I was like, no, nah, he's talking about bounce because Teamer Sabretooth bounces it back to your hand. And that's oh, how it goes. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Well, I was so. thinking Emil because Emil the Blessed. Oh, Emil can, he can fuck off. There's there's other flicker targets. We'll talk about that in a second. Yes. Okay. Um, quick hits. Perforos and Terror of the Peaks. ETB deal damage. Yes. I, th I think it's self-explanatory with the rest of the deck why those cards are good. Yeah, we've talked about <laughs> we've talked about creatures coming in infinitely. Those will win you some games. We got a land selection thing here. This is Elvish Reclaimer. Gets plus two plus two as long as there's three or more land cards in your graveyard. Don't care. You can go two tap sack a land. And if you have a Shia, a creature is a land. Mm -hmm. You can get these back with Safi Eric's daughter. There's the there's a little combo. Yep. Sack a land, search your library for a land card, put it onto the battlefield tapped, then shuffle your library. Of note, a Shia only turns your creatures in play into lands, so you can't actually use Elvis Reclaimer as a creature tutor. That's important to note. Yes. Yes. Also important is that is that you can do that creature tutor thing to search for one of your Karoo lands that gives you two, which goes infinite with your Magus of the Candelabra. Mm -hmm. When you get that Karoo land, because remember, all your creatures are lands, you can use that to bounce another creature. So now your Ravnica Karoo land, like your Boros Garrison, yeah. bounces your Zakama <laughs> or your whatever that you want to cast again. Very interesting. Very, hey, like so cool. much going on. There's lots happening here. And the last section of the game are the flicker targets. We've got a Kiki-Jiki. I think everybody probably knows how that one works at this point. Avenger of Zendikar comes in. You get a bunch of plants and makes your plants big for land or for land coming into play. Yep. Kind of kind of does the same thing as Omnath in this deck. Yeah. Yeah. Makes you a fuck ton of dudes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the last one is Realm Razor. Ooh. Don't see him very often. Yeah. Peep this. Okay. Naya and three for a 4-2 beast. Okay. Now. Important that these are on different paragraphs. These are different triggered abilities. Yes. When Realm Razor enters the battlefield, exile all lands. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> when Realm Razor leaves the battlefield, return all exiled lands to the battlefield. Tapped under their owner's control. What the hell? What is that? Yeah, so you could bounce this infinity like bringing it back and then bouncing it again in response to the exile or the bring back triggers this could make man if you're playing this on magic online and you're you have to be a masterful clicker okay? <laughs> <laughs> so it gives you infinite land enter the battlefield things great for omnath great for avenger of zendikar and and if all of your guys have haste and they're all getting huge because landfall is happening Yikes, yeah, you Works also good with a Lotus Cobra. Hey, another yeah. infinite mana outlet. Yeah. If if we don't have enough of those, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's that. That's the that's the deck. If as if we went through it super fast, hey? But that's yeah. it. So multiple ways to win, multiple ways to build, and multiple ways to demonstrate how com commanders like this can be built to be spiced to taste. Wow, that sounds like you've moved on to strengths and weaknesses. Yes. Okay, let's do some more strengths. Okay. This deck could make four fast games, which these days I think players want fast games more than they want slow games. Sure. What I mean is games that don't take very much time. Yes. Yes. I so guess. I guess just be aware there is also baggage with that. If every time you cast Rocco on turn three and, and go for the win, that's not necessarily <laughs> what everybody wants. So that's both a strength and a weakness, I guess. But yes. can be casual. 
Yep. And and can do the not combo lines, could do maybe elf tribal, yep. right? Different elf tribal, Naya elf tribal. Yep. And you've got lots of room to build on that. There's lots of different tribes you can do. There's lots of just different kind of creature-centric stuff you can do. I think this is a cool commander in that, let's say you wanted to do Naya elves, and that's just a deck you always wanted to do. Yep. But like, oh, I kind of still need access to my Azuri or whatever your elf commander is. Well... Rocco gives you that and the colors you want. You know what I like? You know what you know what I kind of like if I wanted to do this a little bit more jank because we've got so much bounce in here? I'd include all the Naya-inclusive Cascade cards. Just bounce them and then recast them again. You can tutor for them with Rocco and not get Cascade, but then you bounce them. Yeah. And then you can cast them again and get some Cascade. So that's just another build path. See? Yeah. Collaborate. Yeah. We're thinking about yeah. the same kind of... Well, a different kind of deck, but the same commander. Go, go, blood, Bloodbraid Elf, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, tunable. You could make this into like a Legends tribal deck because yeah. you can search for whatever you want. Toolboxy. Mm-hmm. You can just tutor for any stacks piece that you need to yeah. lock an opponent out. Hell yeah. Yeah. You can combo. You can do tribal. This does everything. And, 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 and it can be a budget build. Yeah. You could build any of those. I mean, within reason, like Null Rod's going to cost your wallet money. <laughs> or, or, But Null Rod Creature won't, I guess. The Collector Oof. The Oof is... All of those cards are kind of seeing an, an uptick. Oof and Stony Silence and Null Rod, because it's I think it's and, a reserveless and, card. And Karn, the great Null well, Rod. What's the, what's the white guy that doesn't let you cast creatures from Command Zones? Um, Dranath Magistrate. Yeah, you get him with Rocco. That's pretty good, right? Man. Moving over to the... Now I want to build this guy. I know. (laughs) That's what I mean. That's the secret. That's the strength is when you... When you... I mean, and we're passionate about magic, so we we talk about it like that. Yeah. But when I hear Lenny say, oh, three colors Zada, here I come. Three color (laughs) hidden Zada. Rocco into Zada into all the Naya colored cantrips. Yeah. Way better than five color because this is a tutor right in the command zone. <laughs> right? When I hear when I hear Papa Dio say like, oh, I'm gonna make like Legends Tribal or I'm gonna make fucking stacks or whatever, <laughs> right? Like it's like that's it's just it's, good. It's man. a that's, cool That's the secret. All I want to do is Rocco Hushbringer now. That's all I want. Rushbringer. Oh yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it. Weaknesses. Weaknesses. Comes with a little bit of baggage. Yeah, we, as- we just went over legends. Zata combo stacks. <laughs> you see Rocco's like, what are, what degenerate bullshit are you doing? Exactly. Exactly. And when you do that kind of thing, let's say you're just the first Rocco target from inside your deck wins you the game. Yeah. That play style can feel a little bit linear. Yeah. And and then to protect that, you're you're limiting your card pool down to the Naya colored CEDH staples, mm-hmm. which again, to some people, they interpret that as linear and too samey every time, not unique experience every time, like like this deck here would give you. You might see Rocco hit the uh, the light pause barrier where every game kind of turns into the same game, mm. where you play Rocco, find the same creature each time, just because, right? Yeah. Like light pause, you play light pause, you play a three thing, you find the same bunch of enchantments in the same order every time and every game is the same. Yeah. Whereas this could start to feel like that if you try to pilot it to the win as fast as you can every time. Yeah. So I guess word of caution, I guess. Yeah. Just be careful that if if that's what you and your play group are trying to stay away from, just know that Rocco can move you in that direction fairly easily. It's like the dark side of the force. That's a Star Wars reference. I don't think I ever made one of those before. Cool. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm just like a cool kid now. Oh. I made a Star Wars reference. Cool. You could, it takes you over to the dark side, and then, you, then you're killing orphans, and then your mentor chops you all up and throws you into lava, but you don't die, so you come back looking like a 1976 carburetor, and you cut your son's hands off. Yeah. Just one hand, I think. Oh, okay. Well, I've only seen that movie like twice. I've only seen some of that movie once. (laughs) We're not going to talk about all the other Star Wars movies that I have or have not seen. We will not. We will, however, continue on with the show. Last weakness is, uh, I'll say could be, expensive to tune. Remember that whole candelabra of Thanos and, and Gaia's Cradle I was talking about? Yeah, that's several dollars. Do yourself a favor. Don't look them up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do yourself a favor. Print them on your printer. 
But this deck, moving on to the budget section, 323 bucks. That's exactly where I would argue a, I don't want to say a tuned, but a tuned EDH deck. <laughs> I don't want to say tuned, but I, but I will. Well, it, I don't mean tuned as in like to the, to the nuts, like to the max, but I think if you're going to play a deck that's meant to be relatively strong, yeah. you're looking at about 300 bucks these days, and that's unfortunate, but it is the world if that we you, live in. If you bought it from scratch. Yeah. Like but, if, if yeah. you just clicked buy on this deck, right? Yeah, you're going to own lots of this stuff. You'll be able to trade into it fairly easily. Yeah. You might be able to save, I don't know. Between 5 and 15%. If you go to FusionGamingOnline.com, use special promo code CCO Perks and CCO Spring. I don't know. Yeah, and if any of these cards happen to also be the deal of the week, then you can triple stack deals. Boom. Hey, that's a good idea. Yeah, boom. I already use my CCO Perks promo code, though. i got to be one of those people that makes multiple accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Zakama, 43 bucks. Ooh. Terror of the Peaks, which is just a redundant perforos. And if we if we wanted to include in the enchantment tutors instead of just like a second Terror of the Peaks, Perforos is indestructible and an yeah. enchantment when he's in your deck. Yeah. Why not just include like idyllic tutors and stuff? But then you're spending money anyways. Yeah, then yeah, then you're probably spending more than the Terror of the Peaks. <laughs> yeah, so Terror of the Peaks, 28 bucks. And then I uh, don't know. Uh, ter- uh, Perforos is also 28 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think Perforos is a better include than Terror of the Peaks. Yes. Because if you have haste and you're not infinite, you're just like really synergized with a bunch of your ramp tutor creatures and you can make like 15 mana. You can just pump that into Perforos and do like a like an overrun with Perforos, which Terror of the Peaks can't do. Yeah. So I think Perforos is better. Yeah, Perforos I think is well. I I know it's better for the purpose. The purposes that those cards are in here for Perforos is a better card for that purpose. And I know you don't like to say strictly better, but in this case, Perforos is more efficient at killing three players than Terror of the Peaks is. Yes, but for redundancy purposes, and if you just want to have more instead of running tutors Boom. for comboing, then yeah. then you want them both. Right. I don't know. I put I I put a bunch of other things that are were between like. Eight and fifteen dollars because there's a ton of them in this deck. Yeah, it's like the deck is worth fifteen cents, and then there's a couple cards that are worth two or three bucks, and then everything else is like eight dollars and up. Yeah, four or five bucks. <laughs> it's just it's it's again so, it, you're, if you're gonna play good cards, you're unfortunately here we are. But here's the thing: if you cut those few cards that I said and made a little bit of tuning, you could build this deck for two hundred bucks. And again, that's click and buy two hundred dollars. That yeah. which includes like you know, $20 worth of lands and some of the rares or stuff that was in Commander Precons that you already have, right? Yeah, and so, there's lots of that for sure. Yeah. Lots of, I don't, I don't want to say bulk chaff, but there's a bunch of bulk chaff from Commander Precons just in this deck. Yeah. yeah. So you could build this for quite an affordable yeah. rate of money, amount of money, pile of loony dollars. Yes. Freedom bucks, bald eagle dollars. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. No, we can't do a spice calculator on this deck because she's not on EDHREC.com yet. But, I mean, obviously it's a spicy meatball because the caterer can be built in so many ways. She yeah. caters to any play style. Yes. Right? Yes, so that's whatever cool. you want. Whip it up. Yeah. Get into the kitchen. Do some cooking out. Yeah. I think that's pretty good. Hey, speaking of getting into the kitchen, spice calculator, cooking up and stuff, we've got the new spice calculator stickers on the CCO store. Yeah. If you want to ever just like... Stick them on a deck box, use the spice calculator that you can download from the website, mm-hmm. and then you can mark all the all the spice ratings of all your decks. Cool. You can do that by going to the CCO store. Link is in the, I guess it's in the show notes, but you can just go to commandercookout.com and find the store yeah. and find the spice calculator stickers. Sick. And they're fun. Gee Pizza made them. They're little, little flames. They look like a little hot sauce logo. They're neat. Yeah. Gee Pizza does good work, and that's why we work with them. And that's why you should work with them if you need design work done. There it is. Yeah, good. we'll just bog them down, hey? <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. I, again, thanks to Papa Dio, Auntie Brando, Lenny, everybody else who, who contributed to Rocco's Modern Deck. Deck. <laughs> Rocco's Modern Deck. Rocco's Modern Deck. That was awesome. Yeah, there it that is. That was awesome. Pew, 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 pew. Oh, man, we're so good at that. We're, we're like a barbershop quartet. Ooh, a barbershop duet, if you will. Well, there's you and me, and there's Taylor, there's T Mac five thousand on the other side of the glass, and Aaron McNutt's here today, so it's like a quartet. Oh, we're the they, only they ones just that don't sing. know. They there just are, don't know. There are custom percussionists and DJs like in Slipknot. 
Like, why do they need to be there? I don't know. But they're there and they're fun. Just more noise. Exactly. More noise. Speaking of more noise, I think that the noise that we made today imparted even more secrets on how to enjoy EDH. And it starts with the deck building process where you find something that speaks to you and find a way to make it fun and yours and never settling for the settled way of building a deck. Oh, never settled for settled. That's right. I like that. Unless you unless you find Commander Cookout. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been, just been settled. We're, we're, we're top-tier EDH content. Uh. We're 7 out of 10 at the top of the heap, baby. Out of the top of the 7 heap. Yeah. I guess if everything's a 7. That's right. We're there, on the top. There's, Does that also mean we're on the bottom? Yeah. Oh. Okay. But you know what? You can be wherever you want to be, and that's what's important, and that's why the nation's so fun. You can be anywhere you want to be. Anyone uh. you want to be. The slums, the combo slums, the the New Capenna combo slums. You could be in um, Halo Snorting High Rises. You can oh do whatever man, you Halo want. Halo Snorting High Rises, the HSH podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we've imparted secrets. We talked about a great deck. We've thanked some patrons. We thanked you for listening. You for subscribing because we know you're going to after the earlier rant. We're going to thank FusionGamingOnline.com. They are your source for all your gaming needs. You CCO. Perks and CCO Spring. Save yourself some money. Get some per- get some perks. Get some perky some, nips. And some credit back for buying stuff you're going to buy anyway. Let them know that their partnership with us is a good one, as Ryan would say. And be prepared, because mm-hmm. we are going to open the vault and impart even more secrets to you on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!